0: When you have your own personal terrorist, no one is safe. Hey everybody, welcome to Crime Over Cocktails. I'm Tiffany, your host, and today I'm having my MC Ultra while I cover the case of Connie and Dwight Jones. Connie and Dwight got married in 1988 when Connie was just finishing her year in medical school and she was on her way to become a doctor. They were just starting their path out and she was on a good one. She also did a psychiatry residency at Duke University and then completed a long fellowship in clinical breast imaging from the same institution in 1998. Dwight had other plans. He got his GED, and went into the army. He only made it about three years in, though, before he came back out. Connie was kind of disappointed because she had strived to be so much, and he just didn't. He had a hard time keeping down a job. Every couple of months, he'd quit or he'd get fired. And he always blamed them. It was them mistreating him or it was somebody else's fault. It was never Dwight's. They did have a good marriage, though. There were good times, but years in, Connie started noticing a change in his behavior. He would have frequent mood swings, and his appearance drastically changed. He was usually a clean-cut guy, and he started rocking a beard. Didn't seem to be taking care of himself. And then it turned to verbal and physical abuse. This is when Connie threatened him with a divorce, but he begged her to stay. So she tried to make it work, and the couple had a child in 1997. While Connie worked, Dwight was a stay-at-home dad. But in May of 2009, he got physical with Connie in front of their son. Not only was he threatening to kill her, but he fractured her rib cage. She was able to secretly call 911, but when the police officers arrived, Dwight did the unthinkable. He took their son and barricaded them inside their home and had a standoff with police. They were able to take him into custody without any further harm, but the damage was already done. And this isn't just for Connie, but this is for her son too. That's traumatic for both parties involved. She's outside, he's inside, nobody knows what's going on. Between the divorce, child support, alimony, the divorce took nine years years nine years she felt like she had more than enough evidence to show that he was a threat to the family but the court system didn't agree he made her life a living hell he would constantly hire and fire his attorneys at one point he became his own attorney the whole time he used the court system to harass her her attorney hired a private investigator rick england He was a former police officer, and his job was to provide her security. Because of his erratic behavior, she had to have 24-hour security. They had her take self-defense classes. She had to get real comfy with a gun. And they had her take defensive driving courses. They didn't know what this guy was going to do. He always told her that she was his property, and I think he really believed that. The judge even agreed that he was a threat to their safety and that he was emotionally abusive, but granted him supervised visits anyway. While they're having supervised visits because of his behavior, Connie is the one picking up the tab. She even had to pay for his attorney fees for all these times they had to keep going back to court because he kept firing everybody. It was a game to him. One time, Dwight even attempted to kidnap their son. The only thing that changed in that situation is the location to where they had the supervised visits. They moved it to a more secure location. What kind of fuck is that? He tried to kidnap the kid. When they moved them to this new facility, it was $250 an hour for twice a week and Connie had to pay for that. Their divorce was finalized in 2011. If you guys didn't have a drink, you're going to want to grab one right now because listen to this shit. She was ordered to pay him $6,000 a month for five years, that $250 an hour twice a week for the visitation, $97,000 from a checking account, $105,000 $105,000 from one retirement fund, then $26,000 from another retirement fund. This is the kicker to me. $50,000 from their son's college fund because he said it was community property. Who would sign off on that? What judge is like, yeah, you know what? I agree. That's He should have the college fund. I'm sorry, that is not community property. He never worked after getting released from the army. He just expected her to take care of him for the rest of his life. Shit, this whole time, the whole nine years, they were fighting over the divorce and custody and alimony and all this shit. He was living at an extended stay hotel. He lived in a hotel for nine years. Never got a job. All he did was repeatedly, he tried to get through her security measures, but thankfully, he was never able to get to the family. Well, when it was all said and done, and now it was no longer her responsibility to pay for the visitations anymore, he stopped having them. I guess he decided that they weren't as important as he thought they were, you know, to see his kid. May 31st, 2009, Dr. Stephen Pitt, 59, was shot dead outside of his office in Phoenix. Dr. Pitt was a forensic psychiatrist, and he's the one who evaluated Dwayne and testified in his trial. He's the one that diagnosed him with anxiety and mood disorders. He's most famous for working on the Jean-Benet Ramsey case and the Jodi Arias trial. The next day, April 1st, Valeria Sharp, age 48, and Laura Anderson, age 49, were attacked outside the Feldman Law Firm where they worked. They were the paralegals for Connie's attorney. Just after midnight, Marshall Levine, who was the psychologist and counselor for their son during the trial, was shot dead. Police were, they're starting to put together a puzzle with, you know, you got an attorney, you got some paralegals. They're starting to wonder, okay, these have got to be connected some way, somehow. When they checked ballistics, all the shootings were shot from the same gun. So they knew that there was a serial killer on the loose. They just didn't know who was next. While all this is happening, Connie, her son, and Rick, her protector... And actually now her husband, how cute is that? If anything good came out of this, she met her new husband. I don't know. I just think that's so sweet. Well, they were on a cruise and they got back into town because this went over like a four day span. I think they got back in like the middle of it, the middle or to like the third day. And when they started hearing all the names, they knew what the connection was. It was Connie. Connie. So they called the cops and pretty much connected all the dots for him. They got DNA from one of his relatives, and it was a match to Dwight. So they knew who it was. Now they just got to find him. Unfortunately, it wouldn't be soon enough because two more people would lose their lives, taking the toll to six people. Mary Simmons, age 70, and Byron Thomas, 72. They were shot at their Fountain Hills home. I watched an interview with Connie and she said on that, it was a press conference, that um, she believed he played tennis with them years ago. Not really sure what that had to do with the case, but that's how she thinks he grouped them in. On June 4th, 2018, they found Dwight's room and as they got close to it, he opened fire at police. They threw gas into the room, and when everything was clear, they sent in a robot. They found Dwight, age 56, dead by a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Luckily, no officers were hurt. In this whole ordeal, she had to bounce between three safe houses. They had countless different rental cars. 24-hour security with attack-trained dogs. She had to carry a gun. And she did everything she could. She documented. She had tapes, books, drawings, expert witnesses. Nothing seemed to matter in the eyes of the court. It's just another one of those circumstances where the criminal has more rights than the victims. He told her that he could wait years. And when her defenses were down, he would get his revenge. She believed that. She believed that 100%. Could you imagine you would have to completely change your life? The life that they had was no more. Simple things like, what's your favorite restaurant? Where do you go to have a beer after work? What movie theater do you go to? Guess what? You can't do any of that anymore. Everything had to be pre-planned. If she needed to go to the grocery store, it had to be booked in advance so they could make sure that they had the proper measures. Could you imagine never taking the same route to work? But these are things she actually had to do. If they wanted to go to the movies, not only, yeah, it had to be planned, but you had to sit all the way in the back. Nobody could be behind you. It was little things. She always had to be on her toes. I couldn't imagine what that would have been like. And it's just so frustrating that the court system would allow a woman have to go that far just to live her life. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again again ankle monitors. I really truly believe it will it's gonna save lives. It's going to whether it's a pedophile, whether it's domestic abuse, whether it's a stalker. These people need to be tracked. They need to be held accountable. We need to know where they are at all times. I get it. It's an invasion of privacy, but you chose that lifestyle. If we're gonna let these people back out on the streets, we need to know where they are. Ooh, get me all fired up. (laughs) All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. While you're listening on your favorite platform, please like, follow, subscribe. Leave a comment. What do you think about this case? Is this not the most fucking bullshit you've ever heard or what? Because I'm saying it is. (laughs) Absolute bullshit. And you know what? Shame on them. Shame on them. The court system, they failed her big time. If you haven't made it to crimeovercocktails.com yet, you should. You can listen to the episodes, check out merch, or if you want to become a Patreon. If you don't want to be a Patreon and you still want to help support the show, there are other ways. There's Cash App and there is also through PayPal directly. All links are on the website. All right, you guys, we'll talk crime another time. Bye.